Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Welcome back to another episode of the TSN Podcast, ladies. I am so thankful and I have to give you guys a shout out before we get into today's episode on Set Point Theory to all of the babes that have helped me out as I'm redesigning my mother freaking office. I am so excited after all of the transformations I've helped you guys on. You guys are helping me with my own transformation, getting my office hot girl ready. Let me tell you, I'm excited to get this Peloton bike that I'm looking at. These amazing, and I'm very proud of them, my amazing diplomas, some of Josh's diplomas on our wall. I love you, babe, but you didn't hang them the best way. They got to get out of here. We need to get some hot girl shit on the wall. Um, So anyway, guys, thank you so much. um, And I will take you along on that journey as we redesign Hot Girl Headquarters. I am giving it that name officially, but without further ado, today's episode is on set point theory. And actually, I believe it was probably about one one to two months ago, I was doing a story question and answer. I actually still remember I was wearing my Body by TSN merch sitting in my kitchen and Josh was working an overnight shift, a 24-hour shift at the hospital. And I was answering some Q&A stories on uh, my Instagram page for you guys. I love doing them. They're like literally my favorite thing ever. Um, and part of the inspiration of how I get content ideas um, from knowing what you guys are struggling with. And someone asked me, you know, a common question that I've received throughout my years of helping women coaching and group coaching and, you know, specifically with the sorority nutritionist, but about set point. So I wanted to give an entire episode dedicated to this topic because the feedback I got for my stories was something new. And so I was a fun perspective that was completely new from the usual stuff I talk about to you guys on here. So today's episode is all things set point theory. As we're diving into all things set point theory, this question and this topic really lights a mother freaking fire inside of me because it relates to mindset. And I know you guys are expecting an episode that is very scientific. And like I always do, we try to make science sexy over here at TSN because science is confusing. And all we need to know is a little bit of tidbit of information about what really matters so we can see results, right? But set point theory, when we go over what set point theory is, if you can change your set body weight, and I'm going to give you guys my real talk opinion on the problems I have with this theory. But why I love this scientific topic is because so much of it relates to mindset and our ability to think that we can change our body. And there, I think, is so much amazing information on the internet, but What I think is really damaging to so many women as we're talking about set point theory is this idea that our genetics determine everything about ourselves and we cannot change certain things because of science or because of this or that. 
But I hope this episode, more than just the information I'm giving you guys, lights a fire in all aspects of your life to realize that nothing is ever permanent. Nothing is ever promised, but especially nothing is ever permanent. And if you want to become a certain person, change your career, you want to achieve something you've never had before, you want to change your body weight, you want to have a new set of friends, you want to reinvent yourself and have new hobbies or whatever it could be that feels more aligned with you, you can never, it's never too late to restart who you are and become a different person. And I think that especially that message is so important as a coach and as a registered dietitian and as your sorority nutritionist ladies, that you can do whatever you want in life. So that is kind of the undertone of why I love set point theory so much, but let's get into today's episode. Okay. So the first thing that we need to start off with is what in the freaking hell is set point theory? I am damn right sure that many of you babes listening to this episode are literally like, okay, Lauren, what the hell is a set point theory? Is my weight set? Is it the same? What does that mean? And so in case you babes haven't read a Healthline article or a WebMD or even just a plain old Google search about set point, let me break it down. So set point theory, and I'm emphasizing, bolding, and underlining the fact that this is a theory, is basically a theory. It's a proposed idea about our body weight and its regulation as human beings. And basically, the set point theory states that our bodies have a preset weight that we are at baseline. and It is hardwired into our DNA, meaning our DNA is basically determining our weight. And according to this theory, our weight and how much our weight changes from that set point is very limited or might be limited is the word the scientific like definition of this theory really proposes. So basically what this means, aka, we can work really hard to change our weight, but it can kind of be for nothing because our genetics determine what our body shape is going to look like. Our genetics are going to determine our body weight and the number we see on the scale. And there is kind of, you know, maybe a little chance that we can change. But honestly, this theory is basically proposing that we think we can control our weight so much through dieting and exercise, but really so much of it is actually determined before we step on that scale. And before we try any of these programs. And honestly, as a registered dietitian, I interpret this in the space that I'm in, which I know some people might not agree with me, but I am in the anti-diet space, but I'm also in the pro weight loss space, meaning I think you can lose weight, but I don't think you have to lose weight. I don't care if you lose weight, put it that way. Um, I want to help women and TSN is solely for women who want to lose weight who want to feel confident, sexy, and amazing in their body. And they want to do it in a healthy way. This is a safe space for weight loss, as you guys know. But when I say anti-diet in this sense, I mean, for people who are anti-weight loss and anti any sort of intentional dieting for changing your body composition, this is part of their argument for you should just stop fighting your body and just embrace the way that you are which I think can be a really powerful and honestly real talk message that I have said to women there. I'm, I'm damn sure there are probably past clients of TSN in here that are like, 
Lauren was right. Lauren was like, what are you, what are you searching for? What are you trying to lose weight for? Because if that's not aligned with like the happiness you're going to achieve, it's all for nothing. And you're just going to try to be changing your body composition when your body might be fighting against you. Right. That is definitely true. But in the anti-weight loss space, I think set point theory has become a really pinnacle part of what kind of persuades some women that do at their core really want to change their body composition and feel more confident. And it is going to be a positive enhancement to their life. It really encourages them to stop fighting their body. But the truth is, if you are fighting your body, trying to change your weight, that's not set point theory not working. Real talk, that's the fucking diet you're on not working. So yeah, we need to stop fighting our body. Yeah, we need to keep fueling our body. And the way we have sustainable weight loss is by fueling our body. But the set point theory, my I agree with it. And I'm going to tell you guys why and talk about how you can change your set point because the science behind this is going to be really important for this conversation. But I can never stand beside a theory that I, I remember. I learned this in grad school and in my undergrad at Nutrition Babes. And it, it really rocked my world that, you know, set point, this idea of it, I think is very true. And our genetics are absolutely crucial in terms of our body shape and our weight. There is ample evidence of that. But this idea that we can't change certain parts about our body, that you know, this isn't like how many fingers you have and like growing another finger. Like this is altering our body composition, which by the way, is an ample scientific part of weight and nutrition and fat loss. Like this is not, this is not like growing another finger. Like this is, this is something that is so possible and is so related to lifestyle that of course you can change it. Basically, set point, why I think it gets so many women in trouble is it's like saying that you can't become healthier and you can't have other habits that impact your health. And part of making some of these habits and changes isn't just for weight loss. It's for our overall health so we can live an amazing life and feel confident and have energy. But the result of so many of these habits and lifestyle changes can be weight loss and body composition change. It's all connected. You can't talk about lifestyle change without talking about weight management and and the, the number and body composition you see on the scale. So this brings me to my next point and the huge topic we're going to dive into, which is can you change your set point? This is like the biggest question with set point theory. Can you actually change the DNA that is hardwired in us about what our body weight is? And the answer is yes. There is never a reason. Even if you have hypothyroidism, which is a common topic I've been getting in my DMs since posting a few of my clients that do suffer from um, Hashimoto's and even something like PCOS, Of course, there's a way for us to change your body composition despite any hormonal factors and also for any single freaking woman on the universe. There is totally the opportunity for you to always start over and make a new name for yourself. Just like there is always an opportunity for you to change your habits for it to positively impact your body weight. And let me tell you a little little story to really bring this home to you that I recently shared with a client. If you fail a test, or say you are a mother for the the TSN hot mamas over here that have children. I know I don't have children. I just have two pups, um, two dogs. But if you were to fail a test or, you know, your son or daughter was to fail a test because you have a difficult time learning, or maybe like math is not your topic. For me growing up, 
I may be a dietitian, I may work with numbers, but complicated algebra has never been my thing. Let's be real. But if you fail a test or your son or daughter does, are you always going to fail that test? Are you always going to be a failure? Are you always just going to be destined to get an F or a D and not understand the information and not pass the class? Are you always going to be the same person, just not able to learn the information? And ask yourself this question with weight loss. Are you always going to be the same weight? Is there nothing that you can do to change that? Of course there isn't. Of course there are things that you can do to positively impact any struggle or anything that you want to change. Nothing in life is fixed. Literally, nothing is. You're never going to get back this present moment and you're never going to get back the life exactly cookie cutter today, this, this Thursday as I'm recording this episode. Nothing is ever promised. And that, my friend, is a fixed mindset. If you find yourself wondering, can I ever change my set point theory? Yes, your genetics do play a huge factor into your health, into your lifestyle choices, into your weight into various aspects of you, even your mindset and what we're taught. But we can't underplay the environmental part. And it reminds me something actually before I got into the weight loss space in grad school. And I know I shared this before on the intuitive eating episode. I actually, I was being prepared to actually be an eating disorder dietitian. And one of the the huge factors with eating disorders that um, I remember one of my great professors shared and a mentor shared was genetics loads the gun and environment pulls the trigger. And this quote literally, babes, for life has always stuck with me because genetics loading the gun means that we are hardwired a certain way that doesn't determine our destiny, but has a huge impact on our destiny. But let's be real. We know environment, the nurturing positive environment that we're trying to create for weight loss and doing things in a, in a certain way that we're going to discuss that undoubtedly impacts the end result. So yes, genetics can absolutely and is absolutely a huge determinant into your health and your weight. But to say that you can't change that, to say that you can't mold yourself into a different person just because of your genetics... I'm going to come out and say it. That's a cop-out. That is a cop-out and takes lack of personal responsibility for the lifestyle and things you can control. Now, let's be real. Some people have unrealistic body goals. Some people have unrealistic expectations of the duration it takes to achieve a certain goal or you know, even what your goals are, right? Because of magazines and because of the Photoshop we see of women. But if we want to have a healthy, sustainable, realistic body weight that we feel good in, and it might be a little bit less than a weight that we are right now, there's no reason why we can't change our body composition. There's no reason why. And yes, our goals have to be realistic and aligned, which I'm always here to give it real. We're not about being underweight at TSM. We're about being fit, healthy, and strong and changing our body composition. But there is no reason why that your weight is just what it is and it's never going to change. And that is a horrible mindset to adopt, not just with weight loss, but with anything in life. If you are a successful woman and you want more for yourself than just the bare minimum. So of course, when we're talking about set point theory, you babes want to know my thoughts as a registered dietitian on the research because you see, oh my God, this research study says that your weight is predetermined by your genetics and your DNA, so you can't change it. But the truth is, 
where a lot of the research on set point theory is at is actually around just research on dieting and body composition change. And I firmly believe, especially as a practitioner, because what you guys, depending on how knowledgeable you are of research, right? I don't expect you guys to be knowledgeable in research and like have studied science and things like that, but research on weight loss and body composition change is amazing in a lab. But the real life is as a coach and as a clinician, you have to take it out in the real world. And let me tell you, working with real women over the past, however many years I've been a dietitian now, I literally don't even remember. You know, you have to think about the real life application of things. And what I have really learned over my years of experience working with real women and seeing real struggles they face, even when I've learned something and translating that into success and results for these women is not just the research, but also their mindset. And when you're talking about the struggle of weight loss, you have to consider how often and how much someone has dieted. Now, I've recently been asked, you know, Lauren, how much dieting is too much dieting and it impacts you negatively so you're never able to lose weight again? And this question really struck me because there isn't one like, okay, if you are on five plus diets and you can't lose weight, like, okay, you've damaged your metabolism, like you've damaged your set point, like that's what's going on. It doesn't quite work that way, but really, you know, from a a nutrition dietitian perspective, how often you have dieted and how often your weight has gone down and you've regained that weight back does impact your body composition. And I want to put it this way. So if you have really quickly lost weight, oftentimes to do it, you've had a really probably negative, restrictive, and intense period of dieting that was never going to be consistent for you. You were never going to keep that weight off. And especially after you did this in such a way that you didn't develop healthy lifestyle pieces, it makes sense why you gain that weight back because you go back and revert to those lifestyle habits. And it's not so much your weight fighting against you. It's you were fighting against your body in the first place. So you were never going to keep that weight off, aka, yeah, the subpoint theory is kind of right because you're going to go back to that weight. But it's not so much driven by science and your genetics. It's also a big component with your lifestyle piece. And you can't talk about subpoint theory, in my opinion, without also talking about mindset. I firmly believe mindset and metabolism have to go hand in hand because the number of diets you've been on does impact your metabolism. And if you have weight cycled, you know, really dropped your weight, gained it back, and you're even heavier, all this stuff, you know, it is going to impact your metabolism because as you lose weight, you're slowing things down. And then if you're going back to a very high calorie way of eating, you're then eating maybe higher than what calories you had before because your metabolism has dropped through all of this dieting that you've been on. So you do have to kind of reset things. But we don't talk about the damages of dieting to our mindset, our relationship to food, how we feel, and all these factors that impact our metabolism and our weight and our weight management and, and you know what weight we're at without having to really try hard with our weight. So all of these factors are so, so important. And that leads me to the problem with this theory. And that's that it's that the set point theory is... Literally the definition I'm going to read to you guys. Once again, the set point theory states that our bodies have a preset weight that is baseline and hardwired into our DNA. This is putting so much emphasis and really oversimplifies weight management and puts so much emphasis on genetics and no conversation around lifestyle. And we know so much through research and honestly through working with women and amazing successful women that your lifestyle and who you are you know, there is no one prescription for weight loss. Yeah, you got to be in a calorie deficit. Yeah, I, for, you know, scientific purposes, we want to 
really as a coach, I try to make sure you have slow weight loss. So these are habits that you're forming that are really consistent, even though you might be a little bit more disciplined, but you're also not, you know, screwing up your your weight loss and body composition by losing weight very quickly, which does increase your risk for gaining it back. But the problem with the set point theory is obesity and weight management is is cannot be oversimplified because it is such a lifestyle-based struggle and food, no matter what, and exercise are all lifestyle related factors. Like this isn't like taking a medication every day. This isn't like having a you know disease that you are born with. When you are struggling with your weight and body composition, that is something that is impacted by lifestyle. There is no one procedure or thing you can do to fix that. Like these are systems that your body uses every day. And they're things that you can't just eat healthy one day. Like your habits determine your weight. So to say that genetics is such a big factor without talking about how every single day of your life, you need a certain amount of calories and you're eating and you're making food choices a bajillion times a day. I mean, it lights a fire in me because it's it's creating a fixed mindset in you, a mindset where you think you can't control your weight, you can't control your destiny, you're screwed, you just are the way that you are. When in reality, you have a next meal in front of your damn plate, in front of your damn self, that you get to choose how that meal goes. And you get to learn the science-based strategies that are proven based on research, just like this damn set point theory, that are known and do help you change your body composition. The last thing I'm going to say on this is when we're talking about weight, I love weight loss and I love seeing my clients' numbers go down on the scale, but y'all are here for a body transformation. And the set point theory talks about weight, but they don't talk about the ample, ample research. And, you know, I don't expect them to, right? Because this is a theory. It's not, you know, a scientific fact. It's a theory, babes. But when we're talking about body composition and weight, you can't forget about fat mass and muscle mass, which is what body composition is. And weight loss does not equal fat loss. Fat loss is what TSN focuses on. It Losing fat can and does mean losing weight, but how your body gets shaped and sculpted, there is a whole, you know, that could be a whole nother season of podcast episodes for me on all of that science behind that, that I've already shared a lot for you guys on here. But I just want to put it in your brain that, no matter what age you are, no matter what gender, no matter how old you are and how many diets you've been on before, what your weight is right now, if you have five to 10 pounds to lose or you want to lose 50 to 100 pounds, all of these things, guys, impact your body composition and shape. And there is always something that you can change and tweak as part of your lifestyle to achieve your goals. Your weight is very determined just like your health is, by your genetics. But never, ever, ever think that you can't change your life. Of course you can. You can always better your health with your food choices. And you can always, through bettering your health, impact the number on the scale and the way that your body looks. So babes, that is all I have for today's episode. Please take a moment and leave a review. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend. And most importantly, I cannot wait until next week, another episode drops. See you then, babes.